you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Back Row Movie News and What's the Deal? A series in which I take a quick look at a minor or not so well fleshed out character in a movie or show or game this time uh, that I like. Today, it is Amanda Ripley from Alien Isolation. That's right here on Back Row Movie News. Amanda Ripley. Amanda's beginnings were rather innocuous. She was a creation of James Cameron's mind, actually. Amanda was name-dropped and uh, technically photo-dropped in the special edition of Aliens. I find it interesting that the first edition I ever saw was that, so it was just plain natural to me to that Amanda was part of Ripley's backstory in the film, as opposed to the sort of minor revelation it, it probably was for those who witnessed the original theatrical release edition first, uh, because that scene wasn't include when it was included when it was released in theaters. Uh, anyway, before uh, Ellen Ripley's hearing in the film, a brief scene takes place in which Carter Burke attempts to debrief Ellen. Before he can, she asked to know. She asked for an update on uh, something she asked him about earlier. Apparently, you know, off screen, she she wants to know about her daughter. This is the first scene in which it was revealed that she has a daughter. She apparently, you know, she she asked Burke for the info before. Um, he's sheepish about it when she asks, and uh, we find out why. You know, a second later, because you know, Ellen just wants to cut the bullshit. Tell me the deal. She's like, "What's the fucking deal, Burke? What's the fucking deal with my daughter?" And then, uh, but apparently the deal is that Amanda was dead at that point in the timeline. According to Burke, she passed, you know, the file that he presented. Uh, was it real? Was it not? Who knows? Burke is a son of a bitch. She passed away due to natural causes in, I think, Nebraska? Fucking yield United States of Nebraska. She was 66 years old at the time. Um, Ellen breaks down predictably and understandably, and she laments the fact that she promised Amanda she would be home for her 11th birthday. And um, the the only, the, I think it's a fun fact, I may be incorrect about this, but it, as far as I'm aware, I believe it was uh, Sigourney Weaver's mother y used uh, in the picture of Amanda. So I, th I think that's a, an Easter egg. Uh, maybe fact check me, someone who's listening or watching so that was really the only hint of any backstory to Ellen's family and Amanda. Uh, there was never any hint of a story for Amanda. You know, that was just kind of a, a, a reference to, to give Ripley a bit more, um, reframe, help reframe Ripley in, uh, in the sequel that James Cameron was, was working on. Uh, Amanda was, seemed just like a normal person that lived and died on Earth in fucking Nebraska while her mother fought a wild cosmic fight against the demons that haunt the stars that all changed in 2014 now first of all it is wild it is fucking wild that it's been like out for like six years god damn it time is fleeting 
Alien Isolation was released in 2014. Uh, it's a AAA horror survival game released on um, a release for PC and consoles. It was met with overall great reviews. The game was praised for its mastery of the atmosphere of Alien and the sheer terror and difficulty of it. Unfortunately, it was not the most popular title. I mean, it had like a lot of momentum, and I know the Alien fan base. I mean, we uh, uh, m a good like most of the fan base, you know, seems to just absolutely love this. So, but it didn't make. Uh, enough money to truly warrant a sequel according to Sega at one point I do believe they were kind of on the fence and they were leaning towards maybe doing the sequel I know the developers from the original game and the team that worked on it were really pumped up about doing more and they heard all the fan you know kind of outcry for it but um, in the end uh, it wasn't Sega didn't want to make that financial decision um, or they, they did make that financial decision they decided it wasn't worth the time and money and I, I saw somewhere else, I don't remember where specifically, it was recently when I was looking up something about this episode. Uh, it was, uh, I think most of the people that were working on that game at that time, they, they're not with the company. So, you know, it, it just, it, it didn't work out for a sequel. Uh, the game itself, it follows Amanda Ripley, who's now an engineer, and she drifts from job to job as she searches for signs of her mother who went missing 15 years ago. She gets a chance to finally solve the puzzle of her mother's disappearance when Samuels, a Wayland yutani synthetic, uh, haps across her and offers her the chance to accompany him and another Wayland yutani representative. Uh, they're going to Sevastopol Station. Sevastopol Station. A Freeport in uh, Zeta Reticuli 2 to retrieve the black box of the Nostromo, the ship that disappeared along with Ellen Ripley and the rest of her crew. Uh, it was uh, 15 years prior to this meeting. Uh, the crew of a ship uh, the Anisadora found that black box and they brought it to Sevastopol to hand over to Wayu for in exchange for money. But they have an unwelcome passenger on board. So Amanda gets thrown into the exact same shit as her mom was in. Uh, Amanda faces off against uh, the whole nest of xenomorphs on Sevastopol Station. Uh, no queen, no. It's a shit show for her, one that she barely survives. Uh, she's seen, last seen, floating aimlessly in space with a, a hint of a possible rescue right before the credits roll. It was a classic, uh, I actually kind of criticized the ending, and I believe I do this in my review, which is up on the channel right there. You can't miss it. I believe I criticized it for, uh, it's just, um, the ending I thought was a little weak because, uh, you know, it was an ending on an ending on an ending, and finally when they, uh, uh, when the, it seemed like they were really going to go for it. They were going to say that, you know, this Xenomorph here in this game, the aliens, they're just unstoppable. It's like, you know, Amanda, that's it. She did her best, and she saved people that she could, but she lost, and, you know, boom, tragedy. But uh, they gave the little hint of a sequel, and it's like, ah, you sons of bitches. And then they didn't do the sequel, so whatever. Uh, Amanda herself in the game is r really well done. I think at its core, the idea is gimmicky, of, of Ellen's daughter, uh you know, being introduced. I mean, she, you knew based on the premise of the game and everything that she was just going to be something very, the character was going to be in the vein of Ellen Ripley. Uh, you know, just another version of her almost. Ellen Ripley light. It, it does work though. Like I said, gimmicky on paper, but it worked because the character feels honest. She's tough as nails, resourceful, foul-mouthed, funny. She's a fucking badass. 
She carries the hurt of her mother disappearing and the life that she lived in response to it. She carries it in like in every moment. I really legitimately get that from the character that I'm playing POV in a horror survival game. Now, Alien Isolation 2 won't happen, but Amanda has found life in the expanded alien universe. Um, a, sort of, a little bit. She technically exists in it. Uh, she's been featured in comic books, too, I believe, as a friend of former, former colonial marine Zula Hendricks. Won't get into her. Uh, I've talked a little bit about her in my review of uh, Alien Proto Prototype. That is also also up on the channel. You cannot fucking miss it. Uh, she met Zula on a gateway station, and they, they formed a bond. I believe Zula was recovering from her major spinal injury, and she was given the opportunity to shadow Amanda on her repair jobs. Amanda, she featured in like a spinoff, I guess if you want to call it, for her original video game appearance when Sega released the mobile game uh, Alien Blackout. The game, it was met with positive reviews. It, I mean, it's simple, really. It's in a way, if you want to call it, it's like a, it's like a little strategy game. It's, it's like a more simplified sort of version of the original, and it doesn't feature like any story. I, I heard it was actually real fun. It's a nice little money maker for them for a little while. I do think you have to pay for it. I don't know if it's a free game. Uh, the most notable story, though, featuring Amanda since the original game is the official novelization of the video game, titled The Same. Uh, I have a review of that novel up on the YouTube channel or wherever you're listening to podcasts. So once again, you cannot fucking miss it. It is right there. So I won't go into detail uh, about that here. Uh, but the novel fucking sucks. It sucks hard. I do appreciate one aspect of the novel, even if it, it ruined the novel and was better suited for a series of like short stories or whatever. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, oh, actually, uh, before I say that, in the comments, uh, someone recently commented on uh, uh, my review of the of the, the book on YouTube and um, uh, he or she, they, you know, whatever. Uh, was going mentioned that it, it would have been better with the flashbacks and stuff. They're fine on paper, but it would have been better if they just went for a sequel or a prequel. Don't do the adaptation. Just do something different because they clearly weren't. The author clearly wasn't didn't want to or wasn't told to or wasn't prepared to whatever it was uh, to go into the the plot of the game and make it exciting. So spoiler alert for the novel. The novel novel goes back into like five flashbacks about Amanda as a child and at school and as like a, a very young adult on earth they're really well done sections of the novel and I like Amanda there it's nice to get more time with her but it seems like the only effort into painting a story worth reading was in these sections the story that the game told was so fucking ugly and boring and matter of fact in the novelization it was just fucking awful I could have written a better book in terms of that I of all people and I am not that great of a writer not at all but I do like the character character of amanda here and getting more insight into her mildly traumatic life more than mildly but you know um so you know amanda in theory overall she's great good job by the initial writers of the game for giving us a pretty good start i'd say fox went ahead and they pushed her even further into a direction uh to make her an ellie ellen ripley liked a sort of character she was clearly supposed to be like Ellen anyway, but she didn't get the time to shine in a new and different way with her further appearances uh, in fictional material, you know, at all. Uh, right now, um, Amanda is... I think she's still lost in canon. I'm pretty sure she wasn't 
rescued yet in any canon material after her uh, ejection into space at the end of Alien Isolation. Uh, but there was a shitty... Oh, actually, there was a shitty, like, digital series uh, release on IGN. Uh, it was an adaptation of, adaptation of the game, basically. It, it's one in which they used um, cutscenes from the game along with some newly animated scenes, including a little bit of gameplay. Literally multiple, multiple YouTubers have done this, and they've done it with other games. And sometimes I, I like to watch that shit, and they've done it better before IGN took a crack at it all. But hey, uh, you know, I'm glad we had, I'm glad we had it. Uh, the film was from Amanda's, or the series was from Amanda's perspective, in which she remembered the accounts on board Sebastopol Station. More flashbacks, and she attempts. It's her attempting to like sling herself into orbit around KG three four eight to get, um. To, to get to some wreckage that she sees that she can use to, to call for help or, or something. And so, I don't know. I, it was kind of fucking stupid, but it ended the exact same way as the game. It looked like she might get rescued, but nothing confirmed. So, they wouldn't just... They're on that damn fence, man. Get off the fence. Get out of there, you crazy kids. So, you know, whatever. Um, I, I do love the fact that they went for that kind of digital series, or even if they did it as, like, a film, like officially i fucking love it but i mean that was underwhelming in terms of execution so yeah that is amanda ripley a character i pretty much love and i i want more for but you know as of right now i do think we're at a certain sort of dead end with her and uh the way it's gone with her in in the books and comics and uh you know the adaptation of the game the novelization of the game it's just you know amanda ripley she's okay well, that about wraps it up for today, you guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. In the meantime, you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel, drop a comment down below. Let us know how you feel about today's content or anything you want to bring to the discussion. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Backroom Movie News for updates on upcoming videos coming to you guys. And also, you can visit BackroomMovieNews.com for news updates from this guy, Two Thumbs. 